0: Welcome to the Love That For Us podcast. Come hang out with us as we explore a holistic approach to entrepreneurship, wellness, and navigating relationships in adulthood.
1: We'll be getting vulnerable about life and dishing the business expertise we've learned along the way. Interviewing
0: industry professionals, all while you get your weekly dose of Girl Talk and Heart to Hearts. We're your hosts, Karissa Emiko and Ashton Brooke, and this is the Love That For Us podcast. How are you feeling? Good. <laughs> Are you nervy girl?
1: I'm not nervous. I I feel like this just needs to get out there. You know what I mean? Like it's time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Rip that band-aid. Like oh, you already rip didn't rip your band-aid with your Instagram post. I know. I'm offended, by the way, as your best friend, that I had to find out through the internet that you were officially <laughs> quitting photography. I literally opened you my phone. I knew it. I knew it, but like. BFF Common Courtesy is like a little side text. Hey, I'm about to post a life-changing Instagram post to my feed. Just wanted to give you a heads up.
1: <laughs> okay, I told literally no one. Will didn't even know.
0: I know, I know. And I have been telling myself that to lower my offense Yeah, um, I,
1: I didn't even know. I literally was just sitting there like not in a great headspace. Spin- I, I was already super sad and I felt like it just – it was time. It was the day. And I think to end out twenty twenty three with that was like I was like getting it in before like New Year's, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, welcome to the Love That For Us podcast, everybody. Uh today welcome. we're talking about Ashton making the life altering decision to quit her career as a wedding photographer and not tell her best friend. <laughs> and- <laughs> Just kidding. She did I I'm being dramatic. We've been talking about it for a long while, which I'm sure you'll share the processing pieces of that. But the day of nobody knew, including Ashton herself that she was going to (laughs) post and announce to the world.
1: And that's on being impulsive because if there's one thing you need to know about me, it's that I'm an impulsive person and I make those decisions for my personal life, my professional life, not like in a bad way or in a way that would bring poor choices and consequences upon me, but it is just very on brand. It's so the people that know me, like, you know, that's so on brand for me to just be like, all right, I'm announcing to the world. I'm I'm
0: no longer full time. Right.
1: So yeah.
0: Okay. So I have these questions that the people have asked you. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: I compiled them in a way that I Like there, there were a lot of there were a lot of the same question because obviously what's on everybody's mind is like what the heck why what's happening what's next like those are kind of like the main questions but I have some specific ones too that I want to touch that people asked but we're just going to get right into the questions let's just get into it I think so well I mean like the questions are kind of going to guide our our journey here what else
1: yeah look today you're the interviewer so I I know you're in the hot
0: yeah. Control, say it. I relinquish. I'm relinquishing control. (laughs) You were like, I relinquish control. (laughs) I relinquish control. Okay. Yeah, no, it's it's on you. You go ahead. This one's not that deep, but it's kind of a yes or no. But lots of people are wondering, are you shifting to part-time or is this like full quitsies?
1: It's so kind of you to bring that question up
0: first. I'm like, oh, this is not that deep. And then she starts crying.
1: (laughs) No, I know. Wait, should we take a bet on if I cry or not during this episode?
0: I've already fully prepared for you to cry.
1: Ugh, I should have brought tissues. If we
0: if we were in person, I would have brought you tissues.
1: No, I know. I'm going to do my best not to cry and just keep it light and
0: keep it just however factual. it needs to be. Let No, that's bullshit. Let whatever comes through come through. I don't want to keep it anything. I want it to be what it is. <laughs> I know. Okay, okay. Okay, so are um, you shifting to part-time?
1: to be i will be fully transparent in all of my answers so i don't know why i'm prefacing that but i think it's more quitting than it is going part time um i have yeah. some weddings this year obviously like that's how the industry works you book out and that far in advance like i i knew i was making my decision with still weddings left to shoot but the more i have stewed on this decision And the more inquiries that come to my inbox that I don't feel very confident in (laughs) answering or or... committing to, my heart says I'm quitting more than I'm going part-time, if that makes sense. Like if there was an in-between for part-time and quitting, that's kind of where I'm at right now.
0: I would argue by default because of the nature of the industry, not even necessarily because that's what you want.
1: I think when I say I'm not a hundred percent quitting, the reason is I'm scared to say I'm like done a hundred percent. Scary. So, and because the truth is, if the right wedding comes along, there's no reason I will say I wouldn't say no to it. If if everything really checks the boxes yeah. and. It makes sense for me and I do feel really excited about the idea and I'm a good fit for the couple and all of those things. What are the boxes
0: it? that that wedding would have? To- I have a couple follow-up questions. You said two things. Carissa, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to take all your guys' questions and take them 30 levels deeper. <laughs> <laughs> you said um, it's scary to say I'm, qu- I'm just quitting. What feels mm-hmm. scary about that?
1: Um... It's scary because it just feels like I want to maintain this part of me. I don't want to completely get rid and I don't want to shed this entire decade of my life. So it feels very scary and unknown to just like drop that and be like, Yeah. And the beauty is like, I've talked to people about this and they always say, you can always come back, which is true. Yeah. So it's not like I'm keeping one foot in and one foot out. Like I do feel certain I'm taking both feet out with the understanding that I can, I can book the right things. Like,
0: right. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And now I forgot my second question because I was really listening to that question. I mm. forgot my second question because I'm such a good listener that I <laughs> well I'm a bad interviewer. So. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't gonna say it. you could say it.
1: I oh, think you were gonna shoot. ask me something about Oh, I
0: remember I remember what would tick the boxes. Yeah, because you were like, if it was a per- like if it was just like the perfect thing lined up, like what what would mm-hmm. that mean? For you, but actually, I'm rewinding to it. We're gonna go even deeper on that last question. (laughs) This is what it's like to be my friend, in case you're wondering. Um, what would it mean? I'm hearing there's like identity. Obviously, this has been a part Mm -hmm. of your identity for Mm -hmm. what? How long have you been? Ten ten years.
1: I was full time seven years. So then, like two to three before that, like developing. Okay, you know, let's say ten. Let's say ten.
0: Let's say ten. Also happy 10th episode it's our 10th episode did you know that cute cute um okay so your identity is obviously wrapped up in this i'm sure some people listening have who are photographers or maybe even just anybody in a I think specifically creative industry, we could go broader and anything where you're like, this has been part of my identity. This has been part of my life, mm-hmm. especially for someone who's an entrepreneur or career focused where you do lean on your career for your identity. Um, what does it mean to let that part of you go? Because I can hear there's like this part of you that's like, okay, why is it scary? You said, well, it's letting that part of my identity go. What... Would it mean about Ashton if you let that go?
1: Yeah, there's the hesitancy of who am I without this version of yeah. myself that I have literally grown up into, and the unknown is well. And I'll speak for myself. I do. I do imagine that this is true for a lot of creatives and or entrepreneurs, but um. Wow, I truly just lost my train thought. That's <laughs> <It's> okay.
0: <laughs> I it was about to ask rain you if my water. question made sense.
1: <laughs> it did, it did make sense. Um, okay, so for me, I remember <laughs> my journey into entrepreneurship and then the way that like my business really consumed me as it grew and developed and expanded. Yeah, I ended up. With you involved, like we had so many conversations about this, like my identity was so rooted in this in a time where like it was just what I felt known for and what I felt relevant for. So what's oh, actually relevant. being stripped That's away? Been
0: this word it's for always you always <laughs> been such
1: a difficult piece. Yeah. Yeah. So when I take away this career and profession and the identity that goes with it, what is scary is, well, what am I going to be relevant for? Like, that's the flesh yeah. side of me. That's like, my brain is like, danger, danger. You're, you're not going to be relevant anymore. And so um, I'm aware of that. And I'm not going to let that consume me. And I'm not going to let that stress me out. But I, I would be lying if I said that wasn't a piece of the conversation in my brain that's, yes, that's, you know, going on and reminding me like, and to be, if we're going way back, this is something I've talked about in therapy, like feeling relevant dates back for
0: me way beyond
1: photography. Like it goes back to childhood. Right. Right.
0: That's not a photography thing. That's just like a part of your life journey of overcoming. Yeah. So I'm not
1: saying it's like everyone in the creative or entrepreneurial space is like (laughs) struggling to feel relevant or not. That's just my story and something that I'm coming face to face with now that I'm letting go of this piece. And in the non-ego side, a very relevant part of my life, like a very day-to-day, it's literally my right. uh, my job. Like just your
0: routine, like your literal life yeah. is changing. Your What you know yeah. is changing. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's that was something I was also really weird when I quit wedding photography was like, oh, this entire – It's it's almost like an ego death of sorts, Mm -hmm. especially if you're a photographer in the education space, you're a photographer, other photographers know, you know, social media has become a part of your career and just like being known, being known for that to a large audience of people like that. It is this like weird ego identity death, yeah. which brings along grief. Like there's a grieving process there with that, which sure. I'll ask you deep questions about in <laughs> maybe wait. 10 minutes after <laughs> we answer all these other ones. Okay. So the other probably 90% of the questions asked by these fellow, mostly photographers, some others, um, mm-hmm. what made you decide to quit and questions that were synonymous to that. So take us on the journey. I'm going to like break that question down because that's mm-hmm. a very broad question. Um when you started photography, did you have like a vision of what the end of this was going to look like? Were you like I'm going to be a 60-year-old wedding photographer <laughs> like and it's going to be fine like what like was that even on your radar when you started?
1: I think when I started I always wondered like, what's the average time people like peace out? Because I know people who are parents, they're, you know, even with adult children that do this job, but they're very far and few between. Even like parents with let's say like middle school age, I feel like that starts to feel like the cap. Uh, I could be wrong, but from my viewpoint, so it's kind of always been in my head when when is this going to end? Not necessarily like at what age, but I think in my head, I I knew it would just fizzle down. Um, I would say I pictured myself as a parent still doing this, but doing it a lot less and just, I don't know, quitting whenever it just didn't make sense for our family anymore. But to be honest, I would say that I'm, I'm piecing out sooner than I would have predicted.
0: Yeah. Did was there any point during your photography career where like flutters of that thought of what was next would like come up or was that something consuming you or something you never thought about like throughout the last 10 years?
1: Hmm. Not that
0: I no, I I can't
1: I can't think of that as like going back to even like say 2019 where my career was still not even peaking probably. Um, I didn't envision or like dream about like what quitting would look like, or I wasn't like hoping to quit anytime soon. It just wasn't even in my thoughts. So to answer the kind of original question, this is definitely more in the last, uh, year, actually less probably eight months roughly.
0: Okay. So when was the moment? Like I'm kind of assuming maybe I'm wrong. I'm kind of assuming there was probably a defining moment. If there wasn't, you won't let me down in this question, but like, was there a defining moment that was kind of the first like, oh shit, what's not, do I need to start thinking about what's next? Or like, whoa, am I actually thinking about quitting photography? Like what was that when was that? What, what was that moment? If there was one,
1: I would say the, the thoughts just start to, they don't, okay. This is my experience. I didn't Mm -hmm. ever have this moment of like, I think I'm probably going to be quitting photography. It's almost like you just start to imagine your life in the upcoming year or upcoming two or three years. And Asking yourself, how does this career serve my vision for the next few years? Or how Mm. does what I'm doing fit into my life? Rather than how's my life going to revolve
0: around my career? And I think that's, uh, oh, okay. (laughs) Bring them on. I'm ready.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I um am. I mean, everyone who knows me knows like I want to be a mom so badly and that's a priority for me. Um, and it doesn't need to be everyone else's priority. It's just, I have re thought through our next few years a lot. And, um, I just want to be the most present mom when it's my time. Mm -hmm. So I feel like in 2023, just picturing my life as a mom, like photography, no longer full time or even like whatever part-time means, like it really didn't fit that vision. Mm -hmm. Um, and it doesn't mean that work doesn't fit in my vision. But right. the the way that I've experienced my career with photography is very demanding. And there's honestly a lot of travel as much as I've tried to like not travel so much. It's just, it has ended up like that for me. And the the puzzle pieces weren't fitting very well. So mm. I've come to a place where Um, probably, and I'm still kind of sorting this out in real time. I think God has asked me to surrender my business. Mm. Sorry, I'm like so emotional about this.
0: (laughs) No, I love it. And I love you.
1: Yeah, there is in like... There is a lot of grief with that Um, on the side of, like, I'm not a mom yet. There's the grief on, like, I've loved this career so much. I, like, need to get myself together right now. (laughs) I'm going to take a drink of water. That'll probably help. Okay. I've loved this career so much. (sighs) That, like, there is a real... um, like, this is totally my choice, and, and also, I feel like I'm surrendering it out of, like, faith. Mm. So, it might not be everyone else's journey that's, like, thinking about quitting. It's just mine, and, um, yeah. Um, to go back to the spring... Kind of a funny story. Now, looking back, um, we were (laughs) driving to the gym, Will and I, and...
0: Because she's a gym girly now. I'm a gym girly.
1: (laughs) And I was like, very... Those thoughts of imagining my life in the next few years were coming in clearer than they had previously. And so I was like, I should probably bring will into this conversation um and i remember we have like a 10 minute drive (laughs) probably five minutes into the drive i (laughs) dropped the ball
0: brought up a two-hour conversation i dropped
1: the bomb on him and i was like uh i think i i think i might quit photography like i think i might really stop shooting weddings like
0: walking into the gym (laughs)
1: And we're like pulling into the parking lot and he's like, this just wasn't a conversation I expected to have on this drive. <laughs> and I was like, fair, fair point. Um, and to be honest, that was an extremely, I think, out of left field bomb that I dropped on him. So yeah, that was in April, maybe going into May of 2023, just to like, I guess, give context to this decision and will was not like feeling good about it he felt really hesitant um and i would say there that's so fair like this has been a huge part of our life. Like, Will has been so much a part of this business. Not because he's sad he's not gonna second shoot anymore. Like, he's not sad about
0: that. <laughs> he's like, my lifelong dream of being a second shooter is coming to an end. Is that what you're telling <laughs> he's you're firing me? You're even hiring me?
1: That is not his concern. Um, but just financially, like this this yeah. wasn't a part this hadn't come up like at all. This wasn't in our plans and it definitely wasn't in his like view of the future. So we had to, we had to kind of slowly just start slow basically in that conversation together. Um, which is totally fair. Like he, for the person who might be wanting to pull back, but like you have, uh, you just know, like in your partnership, they won't see it coming. Um, I understand that. And I think to give space and kind of honor the other person to let it be as much of a partnership conversation. I don't know a better word for that, but just like, yeah, let it be a back and forth and not like, this is what I'm doing. And I wasn't at that place in April. I was just like, I kind of think this is where it might be going. Um, it definitely took I would say multiple months, like just to just to have the conversation float around between us and to not like freak him out. But it did freak him out. And I think he would say that if he were being interviewed right now, like he was not he was not feeling good. And so once I realized his reaction, I probably just like let it marinate for a little while.
0: um, Yeah. As the year kept going. Which I feel like is Kudos to you for like, I think handling that very well in a marriage standpoint, from a marriage standpoint, like to view something like this as something that you and Will together as partners, as a family, like this decision affects your family and he gets Mm -hmm. to be a part of the conversation Mm -hmm. as a whole. Ultimately, yes, it's your career, but like understanding how it impacts Will and you two as a unit and letting that process be slow with him involved is Mm -hmm. I just love that for you I love that for him (laughs) yeah um I'm literally dying thinking about Will being sad that he's not a second shooter anymore like that's kind of still playing no no. (laughs) I know he was
1: probably done second shooting like a year or more ago and I've still drug him
0: through this whole year but so there wasn't really Mm -hmm. a moment I Honestly, that was so eloquently said when you were like, I'll play it back in a reel. But it was like, <laughs> you were like, it, it, there's a point where it's not so much like, am I quitting photography? But it's where your life stops revolving around your career. And I would, I mean, we're 30, it's you're, you're entering this phase of life and in your personal fertility journey, your family journey, mm-hmm. thinking about being a mom, where you're like, That's what's most important to me. That's Mm -hmm. what I value. It's not career anymore. It's not even this identity or relevancy of my career anymore. Mm -hmm. It's being a mom. Like, it's being a mom Mm -hmm. and having my family be number one. And, like, I love, I love as your friend watching you choose that, like, so intentionally. Choose you, choose your body, choose your, your future kids, like choose your family. I've gotten to have a front row seat at watching you prioritize and value that so beautifully and so gracefully through this process that honestly quitting photography like makes sense because it's not even about yeah. like you're not even choosing to not do photography. You're choosing – yeah. The life that you want. You're, and and seeing how photography doesn't fit into that, not the other way around. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you remember? Yeah. Actually, when
1: you first asked me this question, this popped into my head. The then dinner I like, with Tyler? Yes. <laughs> okay. So that people know what I'm talking about, I came and saw you, it was like
0: late this 2020. Yeah, I was like, that was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. But I do feel like that was the first time mm-hmm. I had heard you even talk about and process ending your photography. Any career. of this. Yes. That was three and three years ago now. Like that's insane.
1: Yes. We were sitting down at dinner. I literally had met Tyler that week in person. Hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> and and being the person I am, I just I'm like, open book, here's everything I'm feeling. We're sitting at this like outdoor bar and I start crying because I was like, I am ironically in 2020 slash probably going into 2021, I do think was like kind of the peak in a way where like, I just was so settled and consistent and profitable and all the things like I really wanted in my career.
0: Well, it wasn't just your and photography career; it was your education career also. At that point, yes. that was like off and popping. Popping and you off. Were like yeah. yeah. You had a coach. You were like launching courses. It was yeah a new chapter. It was of so successful in photography,
1: yeah. And I don't remember who posed what question, but I remember just like <laughs> crying, sitting at that table, like telling you guys, "I know that there's like more for me," and. Mm-hmm. And I think I was wrestling with that, you know, relevance and identity and what do I view myself as and all of the things that just keep me up at night. And um, I remember just like saying like, I think Tyler even asked me like, what else would like fulfill you more? And I was like, I think it's going to be like parenthood. Like I can't see anything else being more important in my life than like being a mom. And that was 2020, which is in fact, when Right, like literally, right around when we I came to see you was when we started to we were both like on board with like
0: trying for kids. So, um, yeah, actually, the point was that dinner. Like, at what point of your fertility journey were you at at that dinner? So every
1: anniversary, (laughs) up until twenty twenty, we um,
0: had a conversation. Right. You told me this. You would check in, like, are we are we ready to start trying? Are we ready to start trying? Yeah. Right. On your yeah. on your guys' like wedding anniversary.
1: mm mm-hmm. We would like okay. be out to dinner. And for the first few years, it's always this like joke. LOL, was, like,
0: nope. Next. Nope. Like <laughs> we'll
1: see you next year. <laughs> yeah. So I remember 2020 being the anniversary conversation where we both were like, actually, yeah, I think we feel ready. And then I saw you a couple months later. Um, wow, that was so that was
0: at the very beginning.
1: Yeah, it
0: was. Wow. I can't believe that conversation was three years ago. I know. Okay, so that probably was kind of I'm asking for this dramatic moment. Like I feel like that was a moment where you were like, "Oh," Mm -hmm. but like it didn't. It wasn't like you quit that year. It's been three Mm -hmm. years, so there's been time between now and then. Um. Okay. So, what you (laughs) made the Instagram post that shocked us all, (laughs) including your husband and your best friend. Um. (laughs) what led to that point? Like what got you to that point this last year? Because if that conversation with Tyler and I was three years ago, what what was different about this year that made that conversation almost transpire and turn into more mm-hmm. action with your life?
1: Okay. Probably there's a couple layers with this one. Um, first being just practically speaking – it made more sense for me to be able to pull this off uh, because of like our financial situation shifting. Which I think when people have like DM'd me and asked me like how or why, because they're also curious to do this, mm. we can't not talk about like finances. And I think no, because
0: it's literally your this is, job, <laughs> it's
1: literally my main <laughs> income source. And I know people are curious. I know other people are feeling that like tug and, and they want to maybe take the same steps. And so what's obviously going to be different is like someone else's financial situation and ours. Right. So I'll just share kind of part of the story for us this year. Um, Will was in a previous job when I dropped the bomb and that job was yeah, the bomb, <laughs> not going great had nothing to do with him, but just like the market and life in 2023, you know? (laughs) So understandably that was really hard for him to, I think, picture and imagine me just like piecing out of like our biggest source of income. Yeah. And then he got a new job in November, which is amazing. And a huge gift. Like we're really, really grateful. He's thriving. He's a thriving boy. Um, and that shifted how we can view our finances as well. As I definitely already felt like I wanted to pull back. I was also kind of in this, like, I didn't feel free to pull back because right. until he got his new job, it just like, literally, how are we going to like, Right there's just like like,
0: this little like basic level of survival need that your body's like this doesn't make sense like yeah the math ain't (laughs) mathing the math is not (laughs) mathing so
1: that is probably one of the biggest things um also last year I partnered with obviously the same company you and I both partnered with doing um like social selling and affiliate marketing which I do. Some of that more like randomly and on social media, but specifically partnering with this company, I didn't plan for that. And like it changed a lot for me in my personal like um, income sources, I guess. Yeah. And I didn't see that coming. I didn't see the success of that coming, but also it's so meant to be because I felt like that additional income really gave me more freedom as I was processing and trying to like plan to pull back from photography. I was like, I'm not going to just bring nothing to the table anymore. Yeah, And I'm not trying to not work anymore. Um, It's just like the means to the end really is like what I'm shifting. So practically speaking, Will got a new job and I still have this income source and have plans to stick with that and like, keep doing like online stuff. So those are the two big practical things that allowed me this year to feel confident and, um, and a lot more freedom to on that day, on that dark cold day in December (laughs) 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 post that I'm,
0: that I'm done. And I do think the the play by play of that day, like, What'd you eat for breakfast? Like, what happened? Like, where did... How did we get from point A to point B of Carissa opening Instagram and seeing four minutes ago, ask and quit photography? Like, tell me, take me on that journey.
1: Loki, it's a blur. I was feeling... I was in like that two to three weeks of depression. Um, yeah. However, I know that this was not like a rash decision. I know that I wasn't like... Right. Just like feeling emo. I was just ready. I was ready. And, and Will and I had had a conversation about his job literally the day before that I told you about. Yeah. And you kind of brought to my attention, like what, like, did my subconscious just feel this like sigh of relief to like rip the bandaid publicly? And I think you're probably right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I I don't know what to say. I was laying on my couch. I was so sad just because I was depressed and it was like, I don't know, December 20th or something. I can't even remember, but I just pulled together the photos that I wanted to share. I was like going back in my archives, like picking moments of like me with my camera, my first wedding ever. And I typed up my caption crying talking to no one, like no one knew. I was just like trying as best as I could to put into words, like, which is impossible. What yeah. oh, the whole decade of my twenties basically revolved around and I hit post and I literally was ugly crying, like sobbing, like the wave of grief that had already been kind of trailing with me for, I would say maybe like August to December. I was like Acknowledging like oh, I feel a grief, like I was feeling grief with that freaking Instagram page because I was like, I don't know what I want to do with this page. Like I could feel myself not I didn't have like a strong like foothold anymore. And with that was coming that identity piece and the relevancy and just like the grief of like I have l- genuinely loved this job so much more than I ever could have imagined. Mm. Um, <laughs> so it's weird. Like, it's so weird to just like retire yourself. And then like, no one is in the room with you. Like, there's not like, Mm. you don't have a colleagues or this like retirement party and people like in person supporting you and like loving you on your way out of the Mm. office. It's like,
0: (laughs) that's so true. Whoa.
1: It's just me. Like, I can't, it was very weird and surreal. and very sad. And so I was like, Heaving on the couch. Like, Will called me because he also saw it immediately. I think he called me right before you did.
0: I was going to say, he I just was within the first five minutes. So he got me beat.
1: <laughs> he knew that I was probably on the couch crying. He was like, I just had a feeling yeah. like you were sad. So we didn't even really have a conversation because I was just like crying. And he was just like kind of like giving me some comfort over the phone. And then um, you called me and. I started just like talking out loud about it, which is great. Is <laughs> this like dramatic? I feel like I have such a dramatic story about
0: this. No, I actually feel like your story is going to relate to a lot more people than you think it it will. Not even in the photography space, but in any type of hmm. career, like in honestly any type of career that has become a part of your identity. Like, yeah, it's it's a big shift. I think, especially in a career in social media, where like all these eyes are on you, or in an education space where you've been a thought leader, an educator, a, a, like somebody that people have looked up to and learned from, that's a that is that's a big thing to step down from. But like, yeah, this is quite possibly the most dramatic analogy I could ever give. But like, <laughs> it's like it's like a famous like sports athlete just being like, "I'm done," and you're like this is dramatic, but like, it, it, yeah. it is essentially like, okay, this has been my life. This is what everybody's known me yeah. for. And people are like, well, what, what now? What? Like, clearly that was what everyone's questions were is like, yeah. what now? What's next? What, like what, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and <clears throat> you have had a career very publicly. You've had success very publicly in both photography and in the education space. And Instagram is such a small blip of your life what you show there mm-hmm. but that's what everybody knows of your life that's all they know of you if they don't know you in mm-hmm. real life and so like t- you know that too you know that that's all that that people know of you and so it's like okay that's another part i think of the identity piece is like what do i show you now what what keeps me relevant yeah. to you what you know like all those are all the instagram like Dumb, but honestly, not dumb. Identity pieces that are very real mm. that like pass pass our mind. So, yeah. No, I, I and also- I think with the
1: education side, I had worked with so many people that I did feel like I owed it to my like community of photographers, um, to yeah. not just like randomly fizzle out. I was like, I've I've had so many conversations and and mentorships and like. Just the beautiful support like I don't know how else to describe it, but just overwhelming love and affirmation that like I just I weirdly felt like I just wanted people to know from me and like from my heart like where and hopefully this specific episode helps answer a lot more questions than I could put into a one yeah. caption, but um, it totally does yeah it was so. It's almost like too much emotion to like think back to every client and wedding and opportunity and Mm. state or country traveled. Like it was like almost literally too much to, to hold in that moment um, because of my love for it. And Mm. I think one of the things I've been saying to others is like, I'm kind of quitting while I'm ahead Um, not everyone would have this luxury. So I understand that, but I feel like I'm definitely pulling away before I became like resentful and then Mm. wanted to quit. And I know that some people might be starting to feel like a resentment toward just the demands of the job and the nature of having to book so far out. And like, I totally get that. I understand feeling resentment, I had a amazing year of weddings in 2023, like just incredible freaking people and wedding days that makes me feel really, really lucky that I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm literally ending my career on that full time, like literally going out with a bang. And I would say if, if you have like some of those practical pieces lining up and you know that you can afford to pull back and you feel that tug, I would say do it as soon as possible because you don't want to keep booking and then a year and a half out, you you have more weddings that you, mentally you've checked out a year and a half ago from. It's not fair to your clients, honestly. And realistically, for a lot of people, like they don't have that luxury of, always showing up the best, like you and I both know, we don't always show up hundred percent for every wedding because we're humans. But I was, as I was feeling this tug, I stopped booking pretty consistently. And unless I felt like this wave of peace over me for a certain inquiry, like I started sending people to other photographers or like saying I wasn't available or whatever the process is. Because I knew I didn't want going into this year to have this full schedule that I just was like, well, I wanna be done and I feel done. So that is one very tricky piece
0: of the nature of the wedding industry. It is. It's so important. That's such an important tip if you're thinking about transitioning because Of how far you have to book out. Like that was what you're talking about. Somebody resents that they're still doing photography (laughs) when they don't want to be doing photography. Like, hello. Well, when I quit, it was 2020. Then 2020 happened. I decided 2020 will be my last year shooting weddings. And then 2020 happened. And then I had to shoot all of those weddings in 2021. My last wedding was 2022. And I quit in 2020. And I was like, F me. I hate this all. That's and it was horrible. horrible. And you have to choose to sit down and have the self-awareness of and, and the forward thought of where you want to be in a year yes. and what your life is going to look like in a year and how you want to design your life to look like in the year. And like you said, does photography fit into that? And if the answer is no, mm-hmm. then you have to start scaling back your bookings now because of mm-hmm. how far you book out. And that's such an important piece when quitting photography. That, like, dial down, I think, too, even for the process of transitioning out of photography as a career to be able to do it at a pace instead of just, like, let's have, like, a full year and then, like, rip the Band-Aid or whatever. Like, you spread out your bookings and slowly started Mm -hmm. saying no and maybe just being more picky until something felt really aligned. Yeah. Um, is really smart too. So,
1: yeah. And even in, I feel like I used to teach this, like I want, I always want to think a year ahead. Like I want next year's Ashton to think right now, Ashton for the bookings that I said yes to the boundaries that I set. And I just had that in my head a lot as I got inquiries all last year. And I was like, I want next year Ashton to be thankful for what I'm deciding right now, and really trusting my gut, obviously like talking with my husband about it, praying about it. Like I was really dialed in on just like those signs and feelings and trusting the process, knowing I can come back. I can do other types of shoots if I really, really need to fill some income spaces. But these travel weddings, like I just knew in my heart, like, this is not, this is not it anymore. So I think when you get over that initial scary, like hump of, am I really not going to like book these inquiries that are coming? And when that's like your go-to, like, you know, your process, you know, your system and you come face to face with this, like nudging inside, follow it. And I think how I live a lot of my life is like you, you really have these feelings of unrest or feelings of peace and whatever you believe, I believe God is giving me feelings of unrest or peace when I'm making like big decisions when I'm feeling peace about it. Like I keep going that direction and I kept following that choice of like not booking and saying no to things and trusting that the path will keep getting clear. The road is going to keep expanding and I'm going to keep walking it And if you're feeling very unsettled, you have to decipher, especially in the beginning, a lot of that unsettledness is fear and valid fear. If you're making this huge decision, like recognize and acknowledge like the fear of the what if, but if you've been feeling the nudge for so long, I think you kind of have to follow that side and that path of like pulling back, not answering or not booking those inquiries, and then see what feelings follow. Because if you're not booking things and it feels really good, I think that's a telltale. I think you kind of yeah. know in your heart, like, okay, that felt really surprisingly good. I think I want to keep trying that and, right. and trust a little bit of the process, which
0: is – Or like, how do you feel when you get an inquiry? That was like a huge telltale oh, yeah. sign for me. I would get an inquiry and I'd be like, ugh. Like, that would be my I first – Yes, and it's like, okay, that's not how I want to feel in my life, no. in my work. Right. Like that's not that's not it, right? Yeah, that's
1: yeah. Those you have a lot. I think people have a lot more intuition than they give themselves credit for. You just kind of mm-hmm. have to. They pull just have to pay attention to it. Yeah. Yes. Pay attention yeah. and keep going.
0: Okay, so number one question was why? Why are you quitting? Which we've done. We've answered that one check. The number two question was, what the heck is next? Like, where, <laughs> where do we go from here? <sighs>
1: I <laughs> ask myself that every day.
0: <laughs> You're like, great question.
1: <laughs> Does anyone have an answer for me? Um, so as I said, I will be very transparent. I don't know in full what that means. I'm very much trusting the process here. I'm praying harder than I've, well, I'm I'm trying to be a mom. So ideally that is like what takes over this huge piece of my life. Um, don't know when that's going to be. So in that in-between space, I will still be doing affiliate marketing. I will still be doing DIY projects. Um, (laughs) like, Yeah. I think probably what will surprise people the most in this decision that I'm making is that I don't have like this very clear cut path forward. I'm not continuing with education because I stopped feeling inspired with that a lot, like very early last year. I was like, I don't even Mm -hmm. want to do this. So that was probably the first thing that came was like, I don't want to come up with more courses and stuff to provide people. Like there was just no inspiration there. So I'm cutting that out, but yeah, I don't have this like beautiful tied up answer with a bow on top for what's next. Um, and that's super weird. And honestly, it is a luxury and I totally recognize like, I'm very grateful that I can kind of feel this out and just see how this year plays out. But, um, again, I'm really, really trusting in this whole like surrender part and that it's going to make sense one day.
0: Yeah. And you have, I mean, you have what obviously your financial situation has changed with Will's new job. Um, But I think also something I've just like heard you say multiple times is before you quit photography, you set up additional streams of income that had nothing to do Mm -hmm. with photography.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: I think that is so important. I mean, yeah. That's important in finances in general, no matter what career you're in to have additional streams of income. But like that has cushioned you with brand partnerships and affiliate marketing, partnering with our company, like Mm -hmm. to where that decision to quit honestly just isn't as scary as it could have been without those additional streams. So like that's another thing I would say if you're thinking about transitioning out of the photography career or any entrepreneurial or creative career is like, if you have those additional streams of income set up while you're in it, then it's just, it's not as scary to walk away because it's, it's not your really only not stream of scary. income.
1: Yeah. I'm not going yeah. down to zero dollars every month. Right. Um, so I think, yeah. I mean, you said it, you said everything there needs to be said, like <laughs> yeah. work on additional streams and you will ultimately feel more comfortable making mm-hmm. that change,
0: yeah. Um, okay, what will happen? These are a couple other you kind you kind of talked about this just now. Like, what will happen to your online courses? Will they still be available? What's happening with those? Well, when this episode drops, I will have a
1: very big course sale happening in real time. <laughs> so, when does the
0: course sale start? Did it already start?
1: No, it starts. Wednesday,
0: okay. January oh, when we drop. 10th. Okay, great. Yeah, <gasps> literally today <gasps> on the tenth. Oh. Tenth. So many ten, ten ten. Ooh, what's that mean? Ten ten ten. Hopefully something Keep talking. very
1: lucky and good. It's the year of my tenth anniversary too.
0: I feel like meaning I've never hear of ten ten ten. It's always like three three three. Ten right. four, Two two two. Tell us something good, Google. It's kind of weird.
1: All right. We don't want to know it then.
0: (laughs) I don't know. It's just like a weird. Every time I look up these numbers, it's kind of weird. This one I like. This is the up the funny thing about these numbers is like there's a million different meanings. So I Google them and I'm like, I pick this one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Spiritual awakening and discovering inner wisdom. Wait this one actually is crazy spiritual awakening and discovering inner wisdom guiding us to understand our life's purpose and unlock our true potential
1: wow you heard it here first folks
0: mm, i like that one beautiful matches what was the question? okay uh don't know 10, 10 10 10 10 oh your courses your course sale's is <laughs> happening
1: yes Today, right now, the day this because episode drops. Yeah. I'm doing this big final push like, come get them dirt cheap. And I'm shutting them down in like two months. So, like, people will have
0: two months basically to but watch you, them. Can I grieve that? Because that website that I designed for you is so beautiful. And Not I that love... site's going down. Well, the shop I don't know what to do about is so pretty. <laughs>
1: okay. I'm going to grieve that. Go. Because on a desktop and look through my website, look through my educational page. Carissa designed every inch of it, and just it is love literally that perfect
0: top page. And it's going to go away, so I, I need to grieve now. Well, the here's the thing:
1: of- I have like other guides and stuff that I am not going to pull down right now. Like my presets and stuff, I'll probably leave up. I need to figure all that yeah. out. But my
0: Ooh, courses, because your presets are still like you have Lightroom mobile presets, which are just I do relevant no matter what
1: yeah I don't want to take my presets down and then these little like download guides and stuff I have people still buy them so it's very expensive for me to
0: a brainstorm we had a brainstorm session for me yesterday about the direction of my Instagram and I have lots of ideas coming to my head about even just like your website like we're gonna have a brainstorm session for for you (laughs) I know that sounds lovely so you're you are leaving up um, you're like one time, like guides are not going away, but your courses are going away. Yeah. Is that it's true? super okay. expensive
1: for me to host the like video courses. And so I like, yes, I yes, just yes. have to stop paying for that freaking website. Okay. It's so
0: much money. Okay. So, so courses last chance is the last point, chance, Right, watch okay. them in
1: the next 60 days, get all the good information and then they're gone.
0: Poof. And then what about mentor sessions? I feel like I know the answer to this, but that was another question is, will you still still be doing mentor sessions?
1: I will not be doing mentor sessions. Well, I haven't been doing mentor sessions to be frank. So I feel like I'd be surprised if someone came at me for a mentor session. But um, depending on what it was, I'd actually
0: probably still be open to that now that I say that out loud. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe mentor sessions in the context of how you've done them in the past kind of over with, but like other types of mentor sessions. Yeah. I do I love like doing.
1: one-on-one just like helping people so much. Like
0: yeah. business and coaching.
1: They're like, yeah, I loved all of that. So I don't yeah. know. You know what? Send TBD. me a DM if you're really, TBD
0: on mentor If you're really sessions. dying
1: for my wisdom. Come,
0: We're all about additional action. streams of income over here. So, <laughs> so maybe, maybe I should keep, keep that one, one alive. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. I mean that was Were those all of them? Those were all of them and Heavy hitters. I loved loved all your answers. Well I made them really deep. I like took Yeah, you I took like what's like what made you quit and turn it into like what's your biggest fear (laughs) and and tell everybody where it started in your childhood. (laughs)
1: Literally you did. Uh, Um
0: I feel lighter. I love you so much. I'm good. You I'm glad you feel lighter. I am so excited to see what this next year holds for you because it's like Thanks. open field, new territory. Yay. It's
1: giving open field.
0: It's giving open grassy field at golden hour. Ooh, golden Mm. hour triggering word. Do we not use that anymore? My (laughs) eye like
1: twitches. (laughs) Golden hour. Golden hour. Uh, Well, you are a great interviewer and I thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your support. And thanks to the listeners, the photography community for your love and support. I I must keep this shallow or I will start sobbing. So, oh, read between it. the lines. I'm just very grateful. I've loved and still love every single one who I've gotten to interact with, support, help, just love your work, all the things. It was a it was a wild
0: beautiful ride. 10 years. 10, Ten years. years, baby. Well, um leave us a five-star review because you liked it <laughs> yes please uh if you came to this podcast because you're nosy nelly and you wanted to see why ash quit i'm so glad you're here and i hope you stay because this is just getting started this is it really, really is. just getting started oh i kind of have one last question sorry to keep this going
1: okay
0: which maybe you don't even know the answer to this i don't think you do whatever i'm gonna ask it anyway um what's next for like your instagram like what are i think that's another thing people kind of are like what do i do with this instagram i've grown if i'm transitioning you're like i don't know to the end know.
1: <laughs> i think i've wanted to put more podcast stuff on there but we have a podcast instagram so yeah that's such a good question cuz i feel confused and i have okay. a, a, another instagram that i'm like very inspired with and like I just like a am in a rhythm with. So I have too many freaking profiles. If you follow them all, you have you win my heart. You win. So I don't know. If you are listening and you have a good idea or you have pivoted, let me know because I feel
0: corn fused. Yeah, because your other Instagram is like lifestyle wellness. Yeah. Mm. We'll keep brainstorming that together.
1: If we find out, don't worry. I will update the podcast listeners. I know. I'm like
0: sorry to end this episode on a confusion (laughs) note, (laughs) but that is real life. (laughs) We have Ashton Brooke and we have Hey Ashton Brooke. We sure do. TBD. Okay, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Love you so much. Love ya. Bye.